Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. But it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And and that's, what, that's why boxing is the way it is. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history. He comes on Damner Parpedo's full steam ahead. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WEC Boxing TV. Often imitated but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now. I am the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove champion and an award-winning boxing writer. So supposedly, I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? You probably know more. So therefore, I'm going to throw the toll-free phone line out there. If you'd like to join us, you can. Here's the number. 1-800-878-7529. That's one 800 878 Of course, rocking and rolling last night, boxing all over the place, boxing in Las Vegas. Of course, the man, Vasil Lomachenko, coming back, of course, after losing his title in one-sided fashion, of course, to Teofimo Lopez. Lopez now with COVID. Of course, his fight last week was called off. But bottom line is Lomachenko back in action, of course, taking on Nakatani, Miles Shoshi, Nakatani from Japan. That was a thrilling fight for nine rounds, but Lomo. Back and on top, a winner, no doubt about that. We'll talk about the main event of last night's fights. Of course, there was a slew of fights all over the world. But Gervonta Davis, of course, eyes were on Gervonta Davis, the land of Georgia. Of course, Gervonta Davis, the 130-pound champion of the World Boxing Association, WBA 135-pound title holder, and now the WBA 140-pound title holder, stopping uh, Mario Barros in the 11th round. Pretty exciting fight. Back and forth. Barrios down in one round. Showed a lot of the guts and intestinal fortitude to get up and come back. But the bottom line is, at the end of the night, Tank Davis the winner, no doubt about that, and the champion. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV.
Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Well, where do you hurt? It's my head, Doc. It's my head. Dizzy? Ringing in your ears? Well, I mean, it's all the time, Doc. Like bells? That's it, Doc, like bells. Huh? That Doc. How do they go? Uh, dong, dong, ding, ding, or ding, dong? It's important. Ding, dong? Uh, dong, ding? No second guessing. But, uh, too bad. Should go dong, dong. I love the way that you walk, the way that you talk. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Right here on Sports Byline. What a thrilling night of boxing. No doubt about that. Let's talk about, of course, the main event. 
Why do I say the main event? Because everybody's eyes were focused on Atlanta GA last night. Of course, Showtime pay-per-view in the main event. Javante Davis, unbeaten. Of course, the kid that won a title at 130 pounds, won a title at 140 pounds. I mean, he was the real deal. He is the real deal, no doubt about that. And last night, he proved that he is now the man at 140 pounds as far as the World Boxing Association is concerned. Now, 25-0, 24 kills. Because Tank Davis, a TKO winner in 11 rounds. Uh, Mario Barrios, El Azteca, came out. He fought hard. He was 26-0 with 17 KOs. But the problem is he took a knife fight to a gun fight. In other words, he didn't have the punching power to match it with, with, with Tank. And if you can't hurt Tank, if you can't really dissuade him from coming at you, eventually he's going to come at you and get you. No doubt about it. Of course, a body shot put Barrios down around 11, and the fight was soon was stopped soon thereafter. I will have to say this. He now is the WB 130-pound champion, the WB 135-pound champion, and the WB 140-pound champion. I don't think that's been done in quite a while, so props to Javante Davis. Now, as far as him hooking it up with Josh Taylor, maybe we'll get Hector Martinez on a little bit later, but Hector's a big fan of uh, of Tank, and he thinks that Tank eats anybody up at 140 pounds. I don't know. I mean, Josh Taylor, in beating Jose Ramirez a fortnight ago, I thought he established himself as the premier 140-pounder. Now, Hector was talking good about Davis pre-fight, during the fight, after the fight. Of course, Mario had his moments. I mean, Mario won like the first four rounds. I mean, if you were watching the first four rounds, you were saying to yourself, Davis is a 5-1 to one favorite? you got to be kidding me. He's not a 5-1 to one favorite. He's, he's getting beat, beaten handily here. Well, he wasn't getting beaten up, but he was getting beaten. And the first four rounds definitely... Definitely went to Mario Barrios. Of course, at the end of the night, it didn't matter. At the end of 11 rounds, he was stopped at 211 of 213 of the 11th round. Got to give him props. Uh, talking about Javante Davis. And of course, you have to give Mario Alves, take a Barrios, uh, some intestinal, some film credit too, because he showed tremendous, tremendous intestinal fortitude as well. Now, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Wow. Nakatani. Who is that? Nakatani is a guy that, Mayoshi Nakatani. Of course, he was a guy that, that stopped Felix Verdale last year, of course, I think in September of 2020. And Verdale's the guy that killed his girlfriend, and then he murdered her, and he stabbed her, and he shot her, and he threw her off a bridge. I mean, he did everything. He suffocated, did everything. He tortured her. He tortured her. Okay, Felix Verdale, of course, worst degree murder. I think the FBI and the feds are going to come, come at him with a federal uh, civil rights charge as well, in addition to the murder charge. But I think he's going to spend the rest of his life, without a doubt, in jail, if not dead. I think Felix Rodeo, of course. But Nakatani, back to the fight at hand, Nakatani knocked him out last year. Of course, that was the end of Felix's career. Then he became a basically uh, a girlfriend killer. Anyway, Lomachenko. What can I say? Now 15-2, 11 KOs, a ninth-round KO winner over Mayoyoshi uh, Nakatani. Now 19-2, 13 KOs. And listen, Nakatani was never a guy <clears throat> that ever impressed me. There was nothing he really did that was impressive. I'm telling you, I mean, nothing. I mean, I, I look at the end of the day and I say to myself, you know, <sighs> what has Nakatani really done except beat Verdejo? Nothing. Of course, Lomachenko back now. After the loss of Teofimo Lopez, I said 15-2, 11 KOs. Um, where does this put him? I don't know. It's a good tune-up fight. It's a tune-up fight because you knew he was going to beat Nakatani. There was absolutely no doubt in anybody's mind, maybe except Nakatani, that he was going to, that Lomachenko was going to prevail. Absolutely no doubt about it, okay? And at the end of the night, he did prevail. Um, does that mean he's, he's going to be a 135-pound champion again? I don't know if he'll be lightweight champion again because I don't think he can beat Teofimo Lopez, not even on a good night. And if Lopez had a bad night, <clears throat> I don't think he's losing. I just don't think so. I think he's younger, stronger, and more importantly, he's bigger. 
See, size matters against, you know, in two things, pornography and combat sports. And this is combat sports, but Nakatani, not a big guy, in other words, stature-wise. He's tall and lean, but he hasn't got a whole lot of muscle on him. He's a pretty lean Japanese guy. Lomachenko, pretty perfect body for a boxer. And, of course, he just he breaks you down. He just chips you down punch by punch. And the ninth-round KO, well, I'm going to say, comeback was successful for Phil Seal Lomachenko. No doubt about that. Now, some other fights we're talking about, of course, Manny Pacquiao and Earl Spence. Of course, they're going to go in August. Now, Earl Spence, of course, wasn't Manny Pacquiao's original opponent. <clears throat> they were supposed to talking about him fighting Ryan Garcia. Then it was supposed to be Mikey Garcia. So Mikey Garcia and, uh, and, and Conor McGregor's people, they evidently got together and they signed a contract and Manny signed a contract. They evidently signed more than one contract. And then, of course, about a month later, he signs a fight with Earl Spence. So <clears throat> Manny's one of these guys that signs a lot of contracts. Okay, he's gotten in trouble in the past for signing contracts. He's probably going to get in trouble for this one, no doubt about that. I think that Manny Pacquiao, of course, going against Earl Spence, will, uh, I think that, that he's a decided underdog here. I mean, the, the, it just doesn't look good for him. He's fighting a bigger guy that's, that hits hard. I mean, the guy's left-handed and right-handed go both ways as far as his boxing style is concerned. But he's a big junior, a big welterweight, no doubt about that. Talking about Earl Spence out of Dallas, Texas. But Earl got thrown out of that car about a year and a half ago, remember? Got thrown out of the car at 150, 120 miles an hour, and <clears throat> he ended up having some brain damage. Don't say he didn't have no brain damage. That's what people say to me. He didn't get any brain damage. Well, <clears throat> there was some neurological damage. Neurological means brain because there was bleeding in his eyes, which meant that at the very least had a severe concussion. His eyes were bleeding. Didn't you see those that mug shot like a week later with all those that, those uh, those blood cells in his eyes or his bloodshot eyes? Anyway, the bottom line is it wasn't from him drinking; it was from him getting thrown out of that car and the fact that you know his body went through all kinds of changes. So, do I ever think he'll be the same again? I was never a big Earl Spence fan to begin with. I really, I mean, I think he's I think he's compel, he's capable. Um, do I think he beats Ter- uh, Terrence Terrence Crawford? Probably not. I mean, Foster Crawford's a, a pretty complete fighter, whether he's fighting at 147 or 140 or, or, or 135. I mean, because he's, he's made, he's made it at 135, 140, and 147. He showed that he can fight at any weight class. Of course, pound for pound, he might be the best out there. Spence, I'm not convinced on Spence. Now, as far as him and Manny Pacquiao's concerned, some people say to me, no, that's a terrible fight for Manny Pacquiao. Why do you want Manny to take that fight? Why would you want him to take such a fight? It's a terrible fight. He's going to get killed. He's probably not going to get killed. And the reason why I say that is he's fast and he can jump in real quick on Earl Spencer. Earl Spencer is one of those guys that look like he smoked more weed than some of my producers in the years gone by. Okay. So what I'm trying to tell you is that I think Manny Pacquiao's got a hell of a shot against Earl Spence. I mean, a hell of a shot. Is he 41 years old? Is he 42 years old? Yes. Is he older than dirt? Yes. Is he way past his prime? Not really. Because, you know, he beat up Keith Thurman two years ago and the way he took Thurman apart. Thurman was a, a top-ranked contender. The way he took him apart was pretty, like, admirable. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he, he just took Keith Thurman apart. And of course, he will do the same thing, I think, to Earl Spence if he can get Earl Spence to catch a couple of those left-hand crosses. See, once Manny catches you with that left-hand cross, you don't see it. That's what's... You remember... I told you many times before is that the punches that hurt you in the world of boxing are not the punches you see, it's the punches you don't see. Uh, you can ask Muhammad Ali said he, Muhammad Ali said he never got knocked down by a punch that he saw coming at him. It was always punches he didn't see. The only time I was ever knocked down, and I was knocked down a few times, maybe more than a few, but each time was from a punch I didn't see. I never got knocked down by a straight left 
or a, a straight right hand. It was always like a hook, a right hook or a left hook. Those hooks, man, they're coming in, they loop them at you, and you can't see them sometimes in your peripheral vision because maybe you got headgear on or something like that, and it isn't perfect, but at the end of the night, you get hit with a shot you don't see, and a lot of times you just don't, you just like, wow. I mean, it's not a matter of taking a punch either because, you know, you if you see a punch, you can take it for the most part. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Psychologically, you can take it. But if you don't see it, you can't take it. No doubt about that. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, this is your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition. Of course, coming to you at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. I can go on and on, but the bottom line is, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the one and only. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Come on over here, man. He's been here before. He didn't broke records here before. He's a legend of the sport, and it'd be my honor to fight him next. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. 
And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Time to take us south of the border, folks. South San Francisco, that's right. South City, I'm bringing my buddy Hector Martinez, of course, the former manager, Roberto Duran, himself a two-time amateur Golden Glove champion. Mr. Martinez, fine night of boxing last night, no doubt about that. Let's talk about Javante Davis, the tank. He was in trouble early on, or he was losing early on. Was he ever in trouble? Well, he was in trouble a little later in the fight, but... um... At the beginning, he was just getting outboxed, and I got to hand it to Barrios. They had a good game plan as far as just uh, being straight up, good posture, and just boxing him, keeping him on the outside, keeping Davis going a little backwards where he's not too good fighting backwards. Mm-hmm. And um, he had to he had to weather the storm. It took him a lot of rounds to where he uh, maybe he got Barrios a little tired, and then he started coming on him and making Barrios for the mistakes but as you've seen during the fight Mayweather was even under pressure okay they were all panicking <laughs> so you know this was that kind of fight where the fighter had to go for it all right because it wasn't going to come to him he had to go for it um and that's exactly what he did you brought up Floyd Mayweather is this Mayweather's crown jewel on uh, Javante Davis Definitely. It looks that way, don't it? When do you see a promoter in a corner of a fighter? Babysitting him. Yes. I mean, because he made sure he got him out of jail with that little issue he had, of course, with the hit and run, that kind of good stuff. I think that sort of went bye-bye. But the bottom line is Davis was a winner tonight, a TKO winner, a KO winner in 11 rounds. The young man, Barrios, came to fight. Virgil Hunter got him in good shape. But he at, did. at the end of the night, man, it still boils down to the power and the pop of Tank Davis, huh? Yes, it did. He landed a good body shot. I do have to say this. I wasn't too sure about it, but my gut feeling was, and you know how I feel about this, and I know you're, you're against this, but I thought that they fought, stopped it prematurely. When they interviewed the fighter, he felt the same way. Hmm. You know, I will say, but... Because he took a lot of hard shots even during the fight, and he was coming back. Yeah, but, you know... And the fight was close enough to where on the scorecards, you might even have had Barrios ahead still. You know, you, I, I, you're making a good case for a little boxing conspiracy here, and I see where you're going with that, but they're not going to fight again. I mean, Mario Barrios... No, that's fine uh, if they don't fight again. I'm, I'm just talking on this fight here. Okay. As far as Nakatani is concerned, of course, with Lomachenko, is he really a test? I mean, he knocked out Felix Verdeo, the guy that killed his girlfriend, but outside of beating Verdeo, what's he done? Well, he gave Tiafimo a tough fight. That's true. He did give Tiafimo a tough fight. Speaking of Tiafimo, he goes through uh, like a year and not getting any COVID. He's a good boy the whole nine yards. He moves his training camp to like the middle of nowhere, and then four days before the fight, he tests positive for COVID. Talk about bad luck. I guess so. COVID is pretty. COVID is sneakier than all these guys put together. 
Mm, okay. Let's talk about Manny Pacquiao and Earl Spence. Of course, that's going to go down in August. Now, Manny's being sued by a promoter by the name of Paradigm, and they represented Conor McGregor at one point in time. They said that Manny has signed a contract to fight Mikey Garcia. That means they're going to get some money at some point in time. They're trying to stop the fight. It won't be stopped. But Earl Spence and Manny Pacquiao, size-wise and age-wise, it looks like a mismatch. Yes, but not marketing-wise. Marketing-wise, that's what made the fight. And at this point, you know, Earl Spence wants to claim he's the best fighter, but instead he chooses to fight the oldest fighter. So, sorry. Just have to tell it like it is. All right? Okay. If you're the best fighter, you don't need to fight a guy all the way from the Philippines. When you have a guy real close to you by the name of Terrence Crawford. So Mr. Crawford, and of course, Omaha, Nebraska, the former lightweight champion, former junior welterweight champion, now the welterweight title holder with the WBO. Um, he and Spence, can you believe they, they were, they were knickknacking back and forth over a lousy 10%? In other words, one guy wanted 60, the other guy wanted 60. They wouldn't settle at 50 50. I mean, is the, is it a big is that big of a is it that big of a fight that they need to make it happen or they can go other ways and make money? Well, sometimes when you know that you're risking too much, as far as the fight itself, you want to get paid well, especially if you're going to lose. Okay. So that was that might have been sometimes the negotiations. I should say it this way. Sometimes you want the negotiations to fail because it's really a fight you didn't want. Okay, good point. And that's what I, and that's what I think Spence did. Okay. They don't want Crawford. I don't get a chance to talk to you too often on the radio, but I will hear and I'll push this, push this on you. I'm of the opinion that what happens in these UFC fights is is going to cause such tremendous residual damage down the road, down the road, that a lot of these guys can walk around like retarded in five or ten years. Am I right, or am I just am I just going overboard? Am I being too cautious? Um. Well, I think we've had UFC around longer than ten years to where we'd be able to notice that by now. But but I know it would, without a doubt, it just it is a brutal sport, but. You know, it is loved by the fans, so I don't think it's going anywhere. Okay, what about what about why why, why can't you why can't you call your boy Dana White on the phone? Because I know you got his number. Why can't you call him and tell him to pay his guys, man? I mean, he pimps those guys off like a, like they were hoes. I'm sorry, I can't call Dana. I don't have his number right now. <laughs> no, he has his number anymore. Okay, um, the World Heavyweight Championship is going to uh, go on one more time. We we'll talk about Deontay Wilder. They're going to get a third fight with. Um, Tyson Fury, and the reason why the third fight's going down is that Anthony Joshua pulled out of the Tyson Fury match because he has a contract with Sky Sports, and he wants he has one more fight left with Sky Sports. He wants to end that contract with them and then sign with his own and Barry Hearn and make the big money. So that's why this fight's going to go down with Anthony Joshua and a guy named Oleg Usyk, some former Cruiserweight champion. Now, Wilder and Fury. Fury Wilder won two rounds in their 19 rounds. What makes what makes him think he can do anything differently, or can he? Does he think he can, or is he just, is he just cashing out? I don't know because didn't they offer him 20 million to step aside, and he turned that down? So does he really believe, or he, he can't believe that Tyson Fury is just better than him? 
Well, he had no way. It was Tyson. Wait, hold on. It was Tyson Fury's loaded gloves. Then it was Tyson Nunda. Then it was Mark Breland drugging him, putting volumes in his water. Um, then it was the, the suit that he carried to the ring was too heavy. I mean, this dude's had a thousand and one excuses, man. In fact, he's just one of those, he's almost like a, he's, un, he's, he's unbelievable. He's Mr. Jive. True. Well, now it's all up to him. Either he's going to prove us wrong or he's going to prove himself. He's going to prove himself that he's right or he's going to take a whooping. Okay. One or the other. You've been real harsh with my, with, uh, Ryan Garcia and I've had some, emotional issues in my life and I think we everybody's had emotional issues in their life. Why were you so negative on him? Well I wasn't negative on him as far as his um anxiety. You know, that's something he can't control. Um I know he does have to take care of that, but I think he was biting more than he can chew. And maybe that got to him a little bit. In other but, words um in other words taking taking stepping up too fast. Stepping up too fast, maybe couldn't handle the pressure too well behind it. Um, I really don't know. Okay. But um, I think he should sit back and take care of himself first. Speaking of pressures, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. and the uh, brother, I can't think of the brother's name right now, but they both lost last week. One lost to Canelo's brother, another one lost to a former MMA fighter. Um, Julio's had nothing but negative things to say about his kids in, in the papers and the magazines that like blows me away. I've never had any father. I've never seen too many fathers come out and just say, you know, my kids are like, they don't want to train. They're bummed. Blah, blah. I mean, he's, he's, he's like ripped them apart. Yeah. Well, you know what? He's being honest, isn't he? There's nothing better than somebody being honest about it. At least we know that when Julio speaks, he speaks the truth, whether it's his kids or not. 140. Hey, he weighed 143 pounds for that, that, that Camacho exhibition last week. Camacho weighed 160, barely made 160, but he weighed 143 pounds. He must have done some training for that. He sure did. And you know, Julio, at this stage of his life, he takes things serious. Okay. Speaking well, of taking things well. seriously, a guy that you um, had some promotional interest in, managerial interest in, of course, the 2004 Olympic gold medalist, Mr. Andre Ward. Um, I say... He's lost all kinds of weight in the last four or five, six months. His face is real trim. He used to have two chins on the microphone. Now he's got one chin. Is he training for the Canelo comeback? That's what I hear. That's what I hear. And that'll be a big fight. Who he, could be a bigger fight than, for Canelo than him? How come? All right, real quick, we've got less than a minute left. How come he never made the big money? Because he didn't go with King or Aram? Uh, probably. And plus, you know, he suffered a few injuries or several injuries throughout his career, which kind of shortened his career. But, you know, uh, when you want to talk about health and safety, you know, it, it seems like he, you, plus sometimes you probably can't even tell he was a fighter. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. No doubt about that. Speaking of fighter, I got about 20 seconds left. Roberto Duran's 70th birthday party. Did he have a blast? Always. Birthday or not, he's always having a blast. Hector Martinez. God bless him. Hector Martinez, God bless you. And, of course, say hello to your mom. You know I love her. Take good care of the entire family, man. I respect you greatly. Thank you. The great Hector Martinez on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Back after the break. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Brought to you by the WBC. 
the World Boxing Council. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, so to make people happy, and uh, I, I just do my best. I love the way you sing, la, 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 make me feel like a king, girl, you're my loving guy, and you keep me feeling. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Be sure to create a streamlined set of processes for your staff, something easy to follow and mold without needing over-communication. Assigning regular activities to your staff members will set clear expectations on a weekly and monthly basis, freeing up some strategy and creativity time for you as the business leader. Growing startups often struggle with management, and refining this process will help you scale faster and further. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. You'll also find great savings on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and other accessories to help boost productivity. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Do more with modern devices and Windows 10 Pro. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL for business specials during Dell's Summer Sale Event. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now. And get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Not only was he the baddest man on the planet, he was the most recognizable guy on the planet, and at some points, he was the most despised man on the planet. I'm talking about Muhammad Ali, of course. 
Formerly, Cassius played, and he changed his name and joined the Nation of Islam back in 1963, of course, became a Muslim, and from that point forward, he said to me, I wasn't just a fighter anymore, I was Muhammad Ali. If I was just Cassius Clay, I'd be just another fighter, just another old punch-drunk fighter. But no, no, I'm Muhammad Ali, being a Muslim changed me for the better, no doubt about that. Now we hear Muhammad Ali, and of course, expanding on the Vietnam War, back in 1967. Muhammad, what do you do these days now? It seems the... I sometimes wonder what you're doing. You know, it's really strange. I'm actually more busy now than I was uh, boxing because at the time I was boxing, I had to go in training for like three months before a fight. And like immediately after a fight, I was signing for another one, and I was like on the streets for like three weeks, and then I was back in training. And I fought as much as three and four times a year. And training three months each fight, I was mostly in camp. Mm-hmm. But I'm more busy now than I was, more active in the ring. Uh, for an example, I was in Pittsburgh uh, yesterday and toured about three black high schools in one day, encouraging the youth. A lot of gang wars are going on. They're shooting each other and sniping at each other on the streets. And the principals uh, mentioned that with the things that I have done and sacrifices I have made, I'm about one of the few people that they might listen to. So... I went, and they did listen, and a couple of the gangs got together, and we had a little secret meeting, and they shook each other's hand and said they're going to try to stop fighting and shooting. A lot of them are taking dope, and a lot of the girls are going into prostitution, and we went to the schools. We talked with the various groups, and we had a good time. And uh, yeah. I'm on a college tour also, and my agent, uh, Richard Fulton here in New York, says that look like we're going to be booked for another two years in the colleges. And I'm also franchising about 500 restaurants called Champ Burgers. We have five of them in the Miami area. Champ Burgers? Champ Burgers, right. And we're negotiating on about 10 more buildings in Georgia, and we're coming up here and all over the country. And also, Random House will be coming out soon with my life autobiography, about four more months. So I'll stay pretty busy. Mm. That's pretty good. Is there any... any? How do you stand now with... Um, the possibility of going to jail? Oh, I don't know. I'm just waiting any day now. Do you think about... <laughs> do you think about that, though? Do you ever think what you'll do if you Well, yes, you think about it at nights when you're in the bed. You think about, you know, if I went this way, what could have happened if I went this way? And I've figured it all out. Uh, yeah. No people gain freedom until some have to die, some lose their wealth, some give up money. And like, uh, I would say, the white race, when uh, your people first got here... They didn't have these cameras and televisions and jet airplanes and air conditions and Howard Johnson's and Holiday Inns and Americana and Hilton hotels. They had to fight the Indians, watch their daughters raped and scabbed. Uh, uh, Took six months to go from here to Los Angeles. Now you can do it in three and a half hours. But nevertheless, they kept fighting and cutting down the trees. And they didn't see this, but they made a way for the present whites to rule. And the Japanese in World War II... They had these flights called suicide missions. They knew they would die, but they ran that plane, right? His life meant nothing when it came to the freedom of his daughter, his son, the future of his nation. And I would say, like, uh, the astronauts, three white astronauts almost got stranded in space, and their wives were waiting, and the Wait children were worried because they might, they, they could have uh, been out there now still in orbit. Yeah. But for the progress of uh, white American space, eight astronauts died on the ground, and uh, three almost not got back. But whenever people want to really make progress, some have to sacrifice a lot. And I like to say um, um, uh, white America right now is spending $30 million a day in Asia. Black and white boys are dying unjustly for nothing just to free somebody else. 
So why should I worry about going to little old jail to free my poor people who's been catching hell here for 400 years? And it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to put a. Are you black, asking me kinda, for an answer to that? It's kind of hard to put a black man or uh, any black person in this country in jail because if you ask the average one, we're already in jail. You know, we've been here in jail 400 years. How does the the subject changed so many times I've in that long sentence that I really I'm going to talk for a second now. Um, that I really don't know how that connects with uh, Howard Johnson's and everything, but. Uh, uh, it's a terrific, uh, long uh, harangue that you did. Uh, do you feel bitter toward the entire white race? Do you think there's something about whiteness that is uh, evil? No, sir. No, sir. Uh, whatever white people do, as far as evil or as far as uh, mistreatment, it's just the nature of the uh, white race to be this way if we check history. Do you think it there's might be human been, nature? Yes, just human nature to kill. If white ah, people, human nature, not I watch television. If there's not a movie of white people shooting white people in shootouts and cowboy pictures, they're shooting Indians. If they're not shooting Indians, they're shooting Negroes. If they're not doing that, they're shooting reindeers or elephants or killing something. Just got to shoot. The system is built on war. Now, let me ask you this. <laughs> Do you think if it had happened the other way around for some reason in, in uh, what's the word, evolution, if the genes and the pigments had happened to work some other way, and if the nation of Africa, if the continent of Africa had developed the kind of civilization that ours has, um, and uh, is it possible that what I'm trying to say is, is there something intrinsically... Uh, I know this is, this is part of the, uh, of the Muslim point, I assume, the black Muslim point, uh, that there is something intrinsically about aggressive about white nature that there I'm isn't about, about black. No religious point. What I'm telling you is in history books, in your own books about this. I have a book called A Hundred oh, Years. Oh sure, of I know. All, all so I'm not bringing up religion or nothing. This is just a fact that the world knows, you know. But I would say that uh, the, just the nature, from what I see of darker people, is peace. I say like the Japanese uh, seemed to be a peaceful people until somebody else came over. Uh, dictating and trying to rule them. The Hawaiians, uh, they'd be uh, on the beach doing their little dance. The Indian was building his, uh, uh, whatever, TP or whatever you call it. The African was somewhere doing his little dance. These people have never tried to go to other planets or slay and slave other people or take over countries. This Actually, is- that isn't true. I, I don't want to get in an argument with you, but uh, Tahiti, for example, is always used as an example of the paradise that the white men came and destroyed. But if you look into the history of uh, when... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm an expert because I just read a book about it, Kevin Cook. But um, that supposedly peaceful paradise where people did nothing but pluck breadfruit off the trees and make love and um, had no disease until the white men got there actually uh, had a number of unpleasant aspects to it, like the fact that they strangled infants at birth uh, to keep the population down, that there were live human sacrifices. So I really... I know that there have been outrageous injustices against the black people in this country, but it doesn't really get us very far to talk about something as if the white man were some sort of uh, intrinsic devil. That's the truth. You are right. What you said was the truth. The thing that you all have done to us is worse than the devil you told us about underground. How would you like it if I were to lead into a commercial now? Uh, Whatever you want to say, but when you say devil, this message from our local stations will return. Muhammad Ali on the Vietnam War, what can I say he wouldn't go? What do you say, I'm not going to use my uh, 
You're not going to use my name to lead other young men to slaughter. I'm not going to let that happen. And he didn't let it happen. More power to him. He was a tremendous man, no doubt about that. Having spent time with him both professionally and personally, we're going to say nobody, nobody was greater than the greatest Muhammad Ali. Speaking of great, Gervonta Davis, of course, dropped Mario Barros last night three times, stopping him in the 11th round. Of course, it was a fireworks type of fight. They were throwing blows back and forth. I mean, it was a give-and-take battle. I mean, uh, Barrios won the first four rounds. Tank Davis... It uh, wasn't looking like a 140-pound threat for the first four rounds, but then things changed. Of course, Davis now a uh, champion, 135, 130, and 140 pounds, won this title, of course, in Atlanta, GA. I want to say hi to Jackie Sunshine Smith. She was there last night, and she had a blast. Julio Cesar Martinez stopped the very game. Joel Cordova in the sixth round to defend the WBC flyweight champion. It's 112-pound championship. Of course, that went down, I believe, in Mexico, and that was on the zone. Of course, the zone's got it going on. Speaking of the zone, I told you they're, vi- they're bucking for this uh this Tyson Fury, uh, Deontay, uh, Deontay, Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua fight. So Anthony Joshua was told to not take the fight with Fury now. Take the Usyk fight first. Have a fight in between with a with a guy that nobody really knows. Oleg Usyk, of course, that would still Joshua can sell out just about any arena, Wembley Stadium included, Wembley Arena, uh, in 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 the UK fighting anybody. So him fighting Usyk, Usyk is undefeated. He's a mean looking guy, but he's a small guy. He's a cruiserweight, you know, smaller, a much smaller guy than than Anthony Joshua. I mean, Joshua will have a big size advantage of him, and I figure Joshua will win probably inside the distance, if not a one-sided decision. But that's what's going to happen uh, with these guys who humble. But when the real heavyweight championship, take, championship steps into the ring, I'm talking about Deion, uh, Tyson Fury. He's 30-0, and 0, of course, with that one draw to Wilder. He will look to punish Wilder like you've never seen before. I mean, after this fight, Deontay Wilder, you might not be able to recognize him. You might have to arrest. You might be, listen, there might be cops ready to arrest. This is going to be at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, the, uh, the Metropolitan Police Department of Las Vegas might be there to arrest, uh, Tyson Fury afterwards for domestic violence. I mean, that's how bad he's going to whoop up on Deontay Wilder. This isn't even fair. This is not a fair fight. It were. I mean, except for the knockdowns. What did Deontay Wilder do in either of those fights? He did nothing. He lowered his stock. He showed that he, he exposed himself for being a one-dimensional, one-trick pony. All these guys have that big right hand. He's a street fighter. He's a street fighter. And you know, you can tell that street fighters love him. I mean, they do. I mean, I talk to guys on the street like, street thugs, you know, I love Wilder, man. Why do you like Wilder? Oh, he can punch. You know, everybody likes him because he can punch. But he can't box. He can't box to save his life. He has no footwork. He has no jab. I mean, he, he doesn't throw punches in combination. He has a decent, he has a great right hand. I mean, it's a, it's a, uh, can't miss right hand. If he hits you with that one, you're probably going to go, right? Except for Tyson Fury. Twice he got up from it. More power to Tyson Fury. In fact, one time I think he got up from a combination, a left, right. So the bottom line is Fury got up. How the second time he got up, because he never knows how he got up that second time, but he got up. And of course, he is now going to defend this title or, Go for a third go, third go around with Deontay Wilder, which I think is a, a big waste of time. But people say it's going to happen. Let it happen, and it'll be over with real quick. And of course, I think it should go about eight or nine rounds. And when I tell you Deontay Wilder, they said he wasn't trying to cash out. Hector said he wasn't trying to cash out because he could have took the twenty million and ran. He didn't, so he wants to fight instead. No, he's probably going to make a little bit more than the twenty million in this fight. And I think that deep down inside, somebody has convinced him that he was wrong, sort of like Donald Trump, you know, losing the election. He can't accept the fact he lost the election. Well, I don't think Deontay Wilder can accept the fact that he, he got schooled by, by Tyson Fury not once but twice. I mean, twice. There's no doubt about it. He schooled him twice.
The UFC, they can strip fires and give to the fires, make believe bells in order to replicate my champ champ status. But they can't give knockout victories across multiple weight divisions. So there you go again. It's my name in history one more time. I talked earlier about Dustin Poirier and uh, take that back and talk about Conor McGregor. Of course, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier are going to hook it up again. Of course, Poirier beat him last year. Of course, McGregor beat him the first time like eight or ten years ago when they were both green as guacamole. But things have changed. Conor McGregor has gotten old. He has a whiskey uh, label when he made $200 million with last year. More power to him on that. But the bottom line is I don't think he's a serious fighter anymore. And I think Dustin Poirier will win this third fight as well. The co-feature will have Gilbert Burns at Welterweight coming to us from Brazil. Taking on Stephen uh, Schoolboy Thompson. Good luck with that one, Mr. Thompson. Taya Tovesa is going to be in the uh, uh, heavyweight Feature about taking on Greg Hardy. That's going to be a good fight. And Iran Aldana is going to take on Yana Kunasaya, Kunasakaya. That's going to be a woman's bantamweight battle. Of course, that's going to go down USC 264. Now, the USC I want to see, I want to see Francis Ngannou do something with the heavyweight championship. He has it. What are they going to do with it? I mean, he's the most dominant fighter probably in the history of the game. He's only won the championship like he just won it. And he's still the most dominant heavyweight ever. Why? He can punch. Nobody can punch like nobody can punch like Ngano. Nobody can. I don't think there's any fighter, any boxer can punch like Ngano. Like I think if boxer, if Ngano wants to make the crossover, I think he can eventually challenge for the world heavyweight championship and do okay because he was a professional boxer before he was a professional UFC fighter. No doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. Your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, coming to you every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Ring Talk returns in WBC Boxing TV right after the break. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Right here on Sports Byline. Wrapping up another hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. The video stream returns next week as will... Presidente uh, Mauricio Suleiman of the World Boxing Council. So the video stream will be back up next week. The show will be live for two hours next week. Of course, the Sunday edition is live two hours, 11 a.m. Pacific time. The Saturday edition, Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, of course, is one hour. And of course, Saturday is one hour. Sunday is two hours. Bottom line is three hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV coming to you live from the Sports Byline studios each and every Saturday and Sunday right here on Sports Byline. iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and of course, Channel 217 and a plethora. I think that back uh, like a thousand other internet platforms. Now, fighter of the week, got to give it to two guys, Javante Davis and the Solomonchenko. Both those guys, of course, Lomachenko coming back now, 15-2 after they lost to Teofimo Lopez, got drubbed by Lopez, no doubt about that. He was an upset. Uh, he was a 5-1 favorite to some sports books going in there. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe it. I bet on Lopez, believe it or not, uh, a cheeseburger with Hector. But the bottom line is, Lopez is a champion. The Solomonchenko is not going to be champion again as long as Teofimo Lopez is king. So maybe Lopez moves up. Maybe T, uh, maybe Phil Solomonchenko moves down to 130, 130 pounds. Who knows? But the bottom line is, if they do a rematch, it'll be like the first one, a beatdown. Not of major proportions, but of dominant proportions. You have been tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check out your inside look into the world of box and MMA. want to thank my buddy, Hector Martinez, of course, spending some time with me today. Of course, he's a pain in the ass, no doubt about that. He's my good friend. He's been my good friend since 1972. I love him, and I respect him dearly, so I want to thank him so much for his time. Of course, Gervonta Davis, we're going to say we'll have him on next week's show. According to his trainer, I look forward to that, no doubt about that. Now, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated but never duplicated. 37 make that 38-plus years now of knocking out all bums. Thank you so much. Tune in next week. For Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and a thousand other internet platforms. This is Ring Talk. <laughs>